0: Tuesday, Rosh Hashanah, Sheer 53. We are holding number 175 and we're explaining the nace of bread. And he says a very interesting thing. He says, we have our minig, our minig. the halacha is that you have to give, you have to give respect to bread. And really it's something that we could wonder, right? What's that? What's the shot And we know you're not to... You're not allowed to destroy food. But bread has a special chashivas that you're not allowed to be mezalzel and pass. Now throw pass, special dinam about bread, because it's testimony to the fact that the Bani exists and it's chesed to mankind. Bread is, has such respect because it's the main food. It's the foundation of all food. But men fool themselves, because the grain has to be threshed, winnowed, sifted, baked in order to make bread, so therefore we allow ourselves to get fooled into the feeling that we produce it. But really, it's more easy to see the Rabbani Shalelam, to see his actions in a container of fruit, because here you have a variety of ready-to-eat food, wrapped in colorful skins, flavored with sugars and acid, perfumed with... Aromas, bananas, apples, oranges, peaches, cherries, grapes, pineapples, melons. These are all nisim, and they teach us about the wisdom of the Creator. The peanut shell. So today, you wouldn't know that such a thing existed, but in the olden days, peanuts used to have shells. So when you crack, it's made in a way that you, it splits in half as soon as you crack it open. At each. One of the peanuts has wrappers on it. Why does it have a wrapper on it? Because it's underground. So it has to protect it from the dust. So you have, every peanut has their wrapper on it. So you have wrappers inside the shell. And the filbert, walnut, and butternut... I didn't know such a thing as a butternut. Butternut? Never heard of a huh? Such a thing? Are masterfully constructed containers of food with cases which are composed of a material that's more durable and harder than any wood in the tree where it grows. Let's take the filbert, the nutshell. So we don't appreciate this because we all we already get nuts without shells on them. But if you look at the filbert nutshell, the, the shell outside is stained, varnished and smooth. It's very beautiful has a very beautiful if you have a, a fulbert, it's like a round nut. Very, very beautiful shell. Amish looks like a, like a hush of a wood that you would make a, 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 a hush of a desk out of it. Why? Because this makes the nut shell impervious to water. Water can't get inside. Inside, the shell is plain and rough because here you don't need the careful finish. But outside, it's very smooth. The mamish looks like a hush of a piece of wood. The banana peel outside is smooth, right? The proverbial slipping on a banana peel—that's it's a smooth outside, and it's colored yellow to attract the person to eat, and it's waterproof. Inside, if you open the, sh- you peel off the peel, it's it's pulpy. It has pulp, and it doesn't have any color. The trees had the seichel to be able to differentiate between the outside of the skin and the inside of the skin. Who who taught them that? The watermelon is protected by a very thick, colorless skin but on the outside of it it's called a rind but the outside of it is smooth colored deep green to attract somebody to eat and it's waterproof again, teaches you purpose the meat of the watermelon is red to differentiate from the inedible rind so basically, right you eat the watermelon until you hit the green the Bani Shalom set that up, purpose teach you that there's a purpose over here. The seeds in the olden days when they used to have seeds in watermelon, they were scattered all throughout the meat, so it should be impossible to eat any part of the melon without spitting out the seeds to the ground, and then you'll have a new generation of melons. So it's pretty clear that there's a rabbi shalom. If a man would find a watch in the desert, he is convinced that no accident or wind or weather produced a watch. The fruits that men find are a lot more complicated and a lot more sophisticated than any man-made mechanism. Avraham who didn't fail to learn anything, any of of these. That's how Avraham became who he became because he studied it. So basically these are a few examples again. These are not all the examples. He's going to give more examples later. These are a few examples of things that to just assume that it happened by chance is basically silly. Everything is very particular, particularly purposeful. Now, the way we do it nowadays is that we don't have seeds and melons, etc., watermelons, or we don't have shells on nuts, so it's difficult for us to notice Their Rabbi we were more removed from the item itself, right? The more a person is close to nature, the more he's able to see... The reason why when a person goes to the ocean he feels calm is because he sees the Rabbeinu Lom's actions. The ocean is something that is untouched by man. So it's the Rabbeinu Lom, It gives a person menuchem. So the, more, the further away you are, the more you live in the city like we do, in urban areas, so then you're more removed from the nature, from the direct hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore it's more difficult to feel it. But if a person would study these fruit, or these nuts, or these other things that we discussed, you would see very clearly that there's I'm running the show.